0: Hi, um It's the second um, episode of uh, Corporate Break, Investment. Hello. And um, this is the second time um, we're talking about the topic related to uh, economy, investment and trade. Um, the first one is about the crypto space. I covered a bit of an so I invite everyone to um, check it out. Today we're going to talk about oil, and um, just before we get started and cracking on in this very really interesting topic, let's give it a bit of a traditional disclaimer. So what we're talking about today is not really an investment advice. Um, so uh, please, uh, everyone, uh, do your own homework, make up, uh, you know, your own research uh, before you just uh, go and follow uh, uh, people on the on the space and yeah. just go and buy or sell. That that doesn't work like this. So. Um, yeah, um, Let's start with um, charts, yeah. yeah, the technical analysis part, and then what looks like a price action uh, wise. All right. If we
1: look into big picture, right? Um, the yeah, the oil price went down uh, negative even uh, in uh, in early this year in in March. So, and there is this old saying that says that the the cure for a, a low oil price is a low oil price. So we we've got really old. Uh, low oil price and uh, So now we after that uh, the uh, price went uh, jumping to let's say first it went to the 45 uh, Before it's correcting to 35 region Uh, So uh, that 35 uh, dollar per barrel oil is very interesting and we're talking about um, crude oil here Uh, So 35 a dollar is the the line it's a horizontal if you if you draw a line there uh, you'll see that uh, price has been either uh, hitting that price um, and uh, correcting down or or uh, acting as a support um, so you can see it on the on our chart there as well where I circled so but this time the prices went went up went through that uh, price region uh, not facing any uh, resistance and actually acted and uh, tested it, back tested it as a support and now it's on its way uh, further up uh, and my expectation that it's going to hit uh, let's say uh, around 60, 65 first before uh, correcting further bits bit and, uh, and if it hits the crosses let's say the 56, uh, if it crosses 60 uh, and that means that it actually crossed the, the major resistance line, a diagonal, that started in um, in 2008. Um, and that would actually could mean that the oil is breaking out further up.
0: And I think I looked to it and I made a, a kind of thread on Twitter about that. And, and, you know, on your technical analysis, which is just reflecting the fundamentals of the market. And I know that all your kind of controversial topics, like everyone's they speak about oil, is like you, you, are uh, you're not a good guy, kind of mm. uh, that pictures. But you know, I don't. I'm not investing in assets because you know it's it's good or bad. It's just I am following the concept. It's just if I buy an asset, it pays me to own it. Right. And that could be renewable energy, if any of the interesting stocks or equities and. Um, and or maybe even commodities that um, the renewable energy is based on. Um, but to me, oil, it's very cheap and um, for many things. Um, number one is I think oil prices are artificially low because of the imposed lockdown and we having um, the economic slowdown. Um, at some point, when the vaccine roll down to, uh, to a critical uh, point, I think the, you know, the
1: economic activities will pick up. Yeah, it gives, it may give some uh, confidence to people to, um, yeah, to to start doing activities. And if, um, yeah, um, the chief immunologists are are, are also supposed to give some positive news, uh, that's going to give additional push.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then my second factors, which has been um, talked a lot about also in this space is just I think we we'll reach a point where it's the capital inflow or the capital outflow on the sector is at the highest level, and that basically will impact um, a future supply. It's worth to mention that oil is a sector where you know, the, there's a huge gap, gaps of years between the investment and, and, and reaching the point of productions. right So if we run short of oil it wouldn't help to inject capital in short terms it has to has run its cycle before mm-hmm. we see that oil comes back to the market and and that's for reasons of course because all of the energy transformations things that are happening in the globe basically um, and, and, pu- and pushing um, harder and, um, you know environmental policies and, and regulations kind of incentivize artificially the capitals to go to renewable energies and and, and and that's for isn't isn't good or bad, but just a factor in the market. You look at it, and and therefore we think the supply will be you know um, impacted um, at at some point. And I think you could push um, back some figures from Chi uh, Chi Girls, is a, a person who is we following closely on Twitter, um, and she talked a lot about the you know. Um, the supplies and the numbers from the EIE, so the, the crude it's, it's down at almost 6 million, the cushing is down, is also a fraction of 270,000, um, uh, millions and, um, and the gasoline is a 1.19, um, negative, yeah. negative, yes. Um, and, and and that's where I think, as you, you chart technical analysis, just hitting a resistance point and, and we could see uh, um, a lag room for growth and the the other other things that I'm kind of worried a bit is that you know the investments in the renewable energies is kind of being supported with a cheap credit, right? And, and and that's a problem to me because I looked a few equities, right, and active in renewable energies. That's actually one. Also, a lot of the big com- big names in renewables and the automobile industry, etc. They they still burn in cash. Yeah. So that's, to me, a worry because I am the person who is, you know, and I'm an average person, I'm not a hedge fund or, you know, a big guy with a bag of money. It's just, again, I got to buy something that pays me um, to own it. And if I reflect on this point says I looked in a few equities and renewable energy and the balance sheet, in my opinion, is very weak. I mean, the debt to equities is an average of 10 times. There's, <laughs> You could elaborate to this, but I think there is a line on the sand when this cheap credit will not be available anymore. So what's going to happen then?
1: Yeah, then uh, there's possibility that the rates going to go up, and then um, if the liquidity evaporates or stops, then uh, yeah, those companies that are they've been uh, burning cash, they. They need to do something, they, <laughs> but, will, they may face an existential. Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, but I don't think that something is is something you could do in one month or two, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I don't know. It's all the time the argument we hear is that's okay, once it scales up, it will start generating a positive return on investment. But maybe, two people who have enough cash to do that, and to wait for investment to give a positive returns plus twenty years. Yeah. But in my opinion, you know, for average people like myself, um, I can't say for that. And I added on that basically um, from fundamental perspective is that, you know, oil is under pressure, under risk. And, 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 and that's because there's a lot of restrictions on industry as such. So the bigger players on the, on the industry is kind of shifting their models to more of a blend of renewable plus fossil right good or bad and we're not here to judge but and then who's gonna we're gonna who, who's gonna supply the market with oil and, and this for a reason oil will not will not disappear right we, we use oil and everything's and the, the the narrative yeah. that I don't agree with. People think of oil as only you know this benzene, this is the diesels, is the energy source that we burn to just to get electricity. It's not that. It's, it's not. It really. is, it's more than that. It's in the pharmaceutical. It's it's actually in everything yeah. we yeah. produce. There is oil. Yeah. That's just something that you looking at right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You you're right, and. Um, uh, I like Ilhaji tweets that he was talking about You know, even the renewable energy if you look at the wind fields their consumption is, is, is significant in terms of you're looking in all of the you know um, oil products that he uses to um, maintain and keep the uh, wind farms running um, that's oil too, right? Maybe it could, maybe in the future, of course the, the consumption will be less and maybe this is the target but we're talking here about you know trade for individual people, short to medium terms, the last one: why things um, the oil is really cheap from fundamental standpoint yeah. is the geopolitical risk. Oil is a source of supply from the Gulf countries right. or the regions, and the risk is, isn't 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 not going away anywhere. And now we add to it another geopolitical risk in the Mediterranean.
1: Yeah, it's been a quite. Uh quiet uh, some period of time for, uh, yeah, uh, that uh, the news from that region has been, have, haven't been uh, priced in yet, probably. But no,
0: I, I don't think so. I think because the decline of oil is starting us back in March. That's the first lockdown. And then we had some cycle of hope in the summer, because after all, the pandemic didn't come as bad as yeah. we'd expected. And now we went to a second cycle of lockdown, maybe followed by another another one. And, and that's the only thing is that we price again. But no, I don't think anyone priced in the outflow of capitals. And I don't think anyone priced in the need of oil to run basically even renewable energy operations. And I don't think anyone priced in basically the regional risk of oil supply. And I'd like actually now I'm thinking, I'd like to add it one more thing. So you've got... The U.S. that came to the production landscape has become almost a net producer of oil, right, Right. through the shell um, gas, and then Canada through the sand oil. But now the risk in there is that, you know, in addition to the high break even point for those both industries, compared to the oil that comes from the Middle East, and then you added on top of that some policies that burden their profitabilities, so it's actually for the businesses to produce a shell gas, it will not be sustained, it will not be a positive business, like from a profitability standpoint. And therefore, you'll have the US flipping around and becoming a net exporter again. And this is going to actually stimulate demand.
1: Yeah, indeed. Uh- Indeed, uh, the oil industry needs uh, quite heavy uh, capital investment, right? And uh, if the capital has been used uh, to to develop different uh, sectors like uh, renewables, then then uh, that sector, the industry will um, will uh, will be lacking in the in the yeah in the development and probably um, that impact on the supply side. Exactly.
0: And, and, and know that, you know, um, if you want to invest in oil, that's in CFDs and it doesn't tie to some rest because you leverage your trade, etc. But one of the things that I look at is basically equities in the space. And before I start, why why I'd be as an individual person in, interested in investing in equities that um, um, having a business in the oil sector is basically because I'm looking to a broad options for equities, right? And whether that's in the energy sector, yeah. right? Whether that's renewables, whether that's being in equity. I am a person who's looking at a few things, but one on the top of my list is basically having a strong balance sheet and two things in the balance sheet on equities. I look, basically the return on equities has to be positive, an average of five years, and then also I have to look at the debt to um, um, equities. And it has to be uh, a law because, you know, um, if a company is, is highly leveraged, if the market turned against them, yeah. they basically, automatically, they're going to burn cash and will it will be impacted more because if those companies are used to be high, in, high paid dividend companies, and then they have to maintain that, right? So they will be forced to leverage even more on the balance sheet. Exactly, double down, down on it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, down on it. And, and this will not work. And this is my problem with the few of the equities they look at in the renewable energies. I flipped around and I looked to a few of the oil energies. They're not all of them any better. But I can tell you, even the most leveraged one in the oil sectors is still looks healthier than the ones in the renewable energy. And I totally understand. And your concept, you know, you have a lot of capex comes in, you know, the debt is the normal things and et cetera. But how much can be sustained? Question that I couldn't answer. Right, because most of the companies in renewable energy is less than three years old. Yeah. I never buy unless they're three years old. And yeah. the person like, like Warren Buffett says, like has to be 10 years plus. Because that's what gives you really good pictures to get an, a nice and average and fundamental house plays out. And then also while I look at how the equity price behave and act to certain events. So when this has 10 years, it has your analysis will be make more sense the historical versus future than the one that has only three years of data
1: that's quite uh, relevant to the to the technical analysis as well right the bigger the uh, history of a price uh, of a the stock then um, then you get a better picture and better signals exactly and
0: from that space so i've been looking in a few um, I think one that stands out to me and again it's not an investment advice guys do your own homeworks Is excellent model and that's for me beyond the numbers, and it has really a really healthy, a good balance sheets, because for me, ExxonMobil, Mobile has an exposure to all, of, almost all of the main oil producing regions. It has an exposure in the U.S. It has a strong, a strong market in, in, in North America, but also it has a, a good base of productions in the Middle East. Okay. So, kind of in terms of diversifications and and. And resp- and response right to the any regional or geopolitical
1: risk, I, I like the stock. Yeah, and uh, even if you look from the technical perspective, right, uh, you-, you can see that the, the stock has been um, kind of forming some base uh, after a huge drop off in early this year. Um, it basically dropped not once but twice. That which I would even say that it- a reflection, better reflection of the economy. Which uh, mostly pe- uh, was expected to be double bottom, and we can see that in in uh, in the stock of the uh, Exxon model and uh, this could actually supporting the, uh, the the bullish bias, right? Exactly, yeah. So um, thanks a
0: lot, horse for uh, this uh, interesting conversation. Hey, thank you very much for inviting me. See you again.